What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. I am a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I healed my way out, and now I'm using all of my social media platforms to educate and raise awareness around the dangers of multi-level marketing and the tactics used by the reps to try and recruit you. I'm really excited about today's episode because I have my new friend, Susan, here, and we have had some really cool conversations. But before we dive into that, Susan, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them about you and all of that good stuff? Yes. So um, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Susan Where's Vicky, and uh, I'm a personal trainer and fitness coach, and um, I'm also a sports nutrition specialist. Um, I've been training professionally for about four years, but um, I've been doing fitness type stuff for over 20. So um, a lot of a lot of journey within that time and uh, went from being obese to anorexic to now um, just a muscle bound <laughs> weightlifter who um, competes in figure bodybuilding. So um, I'm the happiest now I've ever been. And uh, when I work with clients, I really like to find what makes them happy in fitness. And, um, you know, I was talking with Aaron about the majority of my clients. Um, the work that I do with them is a lot of healing metabolism. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sad that I have to do a lot of backtracking work with them, but, um, you know, th that's one of the things we're going to talk about is how that happens and why. Yeah. Yeah. And so a little backstory, uh, I got a message from Susan last week and we just started having this conversation. Uh, we, we, it started with, Hey, thanks for your content that you put on, out on YouTube. Um, and she started to share a little bit about some of her clients that she does have to do that work that she just mentioned, what that looks like, and also digging into a company. So maybe that's that's where we can start. You want to share kind of a little bit about that story, and then we can dive into the company, and then maybe we can follow up uh, with reverse dieting, because I know that there are people out there, and I know you know this, but for the listeners, I know that there are people out there just like me that have been working on repairing their metabolism. And so any advice that you can give for people towards the end when we talk about that would be amazing. Yeah, so um, I, I, I coach my clients in fitness and in nutrition. So um, my online clients, I usually meet with them in a video chat once a week, just so I can see their faces, see how they're doing. I can usually tell how people are doing with their nutrition by their face and their skin. So it's really important for me to see them. And um, so you didn't see me. I was looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys listening can't see it, but I did the whole, you know, how I put my, my hand under my chin. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> um, so towards the end of our, of our video chat, I said, you know, how's your nutrition been going? Uh, have you been hitting your protein? Um, how do you feel? And she says, good. Um, my sister gave me this stuff and I've been drinking it. And oh, I said, God. 
what kind of stuff? And she says, I don't know, it's this drink. It's supposed to help with metabolism and focus, mental focus. And as soon as she said, my sister gave me this stuff, like that that bell went off in my head and I was like, mm, mm, I know, I know this. I know this fucking story. I'm sorry. For- no, you're fine. We, we, you can swear on this. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I know where this is going. And I said, can you show me the container? And she says, oh yeah. And she, she brings the camera over and she pans to the, to the product and she says, yeah, I think it's called Amare. Oh God. And I'm looking at it. And as soon as I look at the label and like the the claims on the label itself, I was like, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> did you know what it was? Or did you were you just kind of suspicious at this point? Because I'm sure you went to Google immediately. Something about the name, like I've never heard of it before, but it just seemed MLM-ish to me. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I and the fact that her sister gave it to her and um you know and what really made me angry was her her family knows she's working with me oh okay so they know that she's working with a trainer and that she's slow, she's one of the ones that i'm healing her metabolism her last trainer tanked her calories oh so god she she's like stuck at 1200 calories and she, she she puts on weight and she doesn't know why. And, and I'm trying to like build her back up from the inside out and then come back down. And that makes so much sense to me. You saying that, like, I get exactly what you're saying. And it's a slow process, but it's permanent. Once you build the muscle, it is there and it works for you. And that's, it, it's, it exists. Yeah. So um, her family knows she's working with me and yet they're giving her this stuff to like boost her metabolism. I was, I was livid Yeah. because what, what is this not good enough for, for you, for her? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's on her journey. Please don't interfere. Yeah. She hired me for a reason. And <laughs> she's know? doing the work and it's it, just from my own personal experience. And I know you've had experience in this area too. It is tough work because you have to allow your body to do what it's designed to do. And that's going to put weight on to a certain extent, especially when you're coming from a place where you've been so restrictive. Yes. And one of the hard mental parts about that process is that other people are going to interject with their judgments and they don't understand Mm -hmm. what you're doing or why, because they're so, you know, just, our society is so focused on being small and being small. And why would you want to do this when it, you know, you're not getting smaller. Yeah. And, and you just have to kind of put your blinders on and be like, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this for my yes. health. I'm doing, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And so she showed me this product and, um, and I said, okay, it looks expensive and it was a gift. So, I'm going to tell you this, you can take it, use it as a pre-workout. I wouldn't take it as a meal replacement. I wouldn't take it as any kind of supplement other than a pre-workout. It's a nice gift from your sister. Cause I didn't want to put anyone on the, on the spot. Like, yeah, just, you know, how dare her. (laughs) Right. So I said, just 
you know, continue to drink it maybe in the morning before your workout or in the afternoon for a pick me up. But um, once it's done, there's no benefit to you taking it. There's nothing about it that's going to make your life better or make your body better. Um, What was the name of the product again? It was called. uh, Was it Edge? Yes. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm on their website right now. And for those of you, um, those of you that are listening, I'm just going to read the description of this and they claim to be a nootropic, um, that helps give the motivation to crush your to-do list. So that sounds to me like a pre-workout, like you said, and tackle your day with ease, kind of like your secret superpower. Highly doubt it, Amari, highly doubt it. Now what's in it? It, it, it's, a an all natural nootropic nootropic is that I think that's how you say that that supports motivation mango leaf uh palm fruit there's another fruit in here I can't pronounce it ever so I'm not even gonna try <laughs> three synergistically powerful powerful ingredients combined for the first time cite your sources thanks Amari yeah. no calories no sugar no caffeine no GMOs no side effects sustainably sourced ingredients uh, they say that the mango leaf supports mental flow. Uh, lychee, is that how you say that? Yeah. Okay, lychee fruit. That's the fruit I can never pronounce right. Supports body and mind endurance. Okay. What does that even mean? Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then palm fruit supports allegedly enhanced neuron regeneration. So I don't really... And by no means am I an expert. So I, you know, let me know what you think about this, but I don't see anything that would be considered a pre-workout, you know, like, I don't, I don't, these are, are things that you can probably go to your local, you know, health food store and find some supplements that help with this, but like, there's no caffeine, which maybe that's good for some people, but for me, using a pump versus a pre-workout before my workout, I will, I will choose a pre-workout every day. And for those of you that are listening, a pump does not have the caffeine. I tried it the other day. I've tried it several times. It just doesn't work for me. So like, I want that caffeine boost before my workout so that I can power through it. So like, I don't see anything in here. That's like, what is the purpose? It, you know, and I was trying to figure that out too. I was, I was reading the ingredients and, uh, you know, it's funny to read the reviews after reading the ingredients, right? Because there's there's all the four four star reviews, four out of four, um, you know, immediately, and uh, the the very few one or two star reviews, um, Amare actually responds, but in such a weirdly worded way, I mm. had to question if it was a bot. Uh, responding (laughs) well and you know you can buy reviews right so even then I mean if if we if we look at these 213 reviews on this product on their website one how many of these are distributors for the company number one because they're going to have a biased opinion about it uh number two knowing that you can buy reviews I don't know that I really would trust them anyways uh and three it's an MLM yeah. Yeah. But the reviews themselves are are vague. Um you know, the reasons people like it are vague. 
everything is vague. Yeah. And um, I guess if you didn't know any better, you'd say, oh, people really like this stuff. But for the life of me, I just can't. I, I question everything. Yeah. So I don't know why anyone else would not question everything. If you're taking us, if you're spending that much money on a supplement and taking it regularly, um, you would want you would want some really solid some, sources and some results. I yeah. would assume, you know, like yikes. But What's this the... company has ties to um, what's. What's the the other oil company? Not Young Living, but the other one. Uh, DoTerra. Yeah. So there's a there's a tie in there between one of the people who ran DoTerra and Amare. That's interesting. So um, that that was interesting, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So is your is your client still taking it? Do you know? Um, once she's done with it, I'm pretty sure she's going to be done with it. Okay, that's good. It, you know, like I said, it was a gift to her. And, um, you know, I don't know if her sister is, is a distributor. I hope not. Cause that, you know, that would put her in direct contact with, with that. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want that for her. So. Yeah. And what we yeah. see a lot of times with, with people in MLM is friends and family, even though many of these companies, many of these MLM coaches are like, you can't build a business off of your friends and your family. Those are typically the first ones that are pitched. Speaking oh, yeah. from personal experience. Uh, they're the first ones that are pitched. And especially with health and wellness, uh, you know, there is a certain amount of emotional manipulation that happens with all of this. And you have somebody that is trying to work on themselves, trying to understand their bodies. I think that that's the underlying thing with women specifically is we're trying to understand how our bodies work, you know, in the gym, um, you know, weight loss, muscle gain, all of those things. And it can be very confusing because of the pressure that society puts on us women to be a certain size, to look a certain way, to act a certain way. And I think that that's what we see in MLMs is these vulnerable posts where we're talking about, and I used to do this too. Um, you know, I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I was 225 pounds and that was kind of the, the starting point. So I hope that this sister is not a distributor for Amari, but from my experience, I'm going to assume that she probably is. Mm -hmm. And that makes me sad for your client because then you have these, the pressures of this is my sister and I want to support my sister and her business. Um, but at what cost? Yeah. And I'm not even talking about financially. Yeah. 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 But that's interesting that it ties to doTERRA. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do some research on that. So yeah, there's, there's a tie in there. Hmm. But, <laughs> you know, it's, and you're right about that vulnerable place for people. Um, I, I don't even work as a trainer for a gym. I work as a trainer for myself. I love that. Um, you know, anytime you work for a gym, there's a sales aspect. Yes. And it's I see it in my gym. I'm like, don't even talk to me trainers, no disrespect, but I can feel your commission breath. Leave me alone. I mean, totally. You, I would rather help people for free than to be beholden to have to sell to people who are already feeling shitty about themselves. They're yeah. confused. They're overwhelmed. They don't know where to begin they probably tried and failed a few times already to get their shit together. 
and they're coming to you for help. Yeah. The last thing they need is for somebody to be like, well, I can, I can manipulate this. Yeah. You, you couldn't pay me to do it. So what, you know, I work for myself so that pe when people are ready, they can mm -hmm. come to me and I don't pitch them. I tell them, you know, the truth. And sometimes the truth isn't so sexy, right? Like yeah, absolutely. shit takes a long time. And if you want to do it right and sustainably, you have to be accountable. And sometimes that's scary. And there's, yeah. there's, um, you know, you have to be consistent and, and that can be overwhelming too, but I, I walk with them the whole way, yeah. you know, I can figure out how to make it consistent. And cause that's going to be different for everybody. It's going to be different for everybody. And it's yeah. not going to be perfect. Absolutely. You know, because it, it shouldn't be life happens. You know, you should be able to like go on vacation or go out to eat with your friends. And you just have to figure out a way to do that and make everything fit. And it's possible. Yeah. And from an MLM perspective, it is very much all or nothing. So you're either on 24 seven, you know, whether that is the way that you're eating, you know, just again, from my own experience being keto for three and a half years, which I know probably makes you feel like you're already reacting, um, very, very restrictive. And so there's this mindset of, I have to do all of the things or nothing at all, which in my opinion, creates this, this binging cycle which is going to damage everything. So I don't know if you want to speak on that a little bit. Yeah. So um, it's funny when, when I first lost weight initially, uh, I lost over a hundred pounds over the course of over a year and I did it healthfully, slowly. Um, it didn't feel terrible. It was gradual and I finally got to a really good place where I was sustaining a, a pretty, pretty good weight and I was happy and I was able to eat whatever I wanted as long as it was, you know, portion controlled. And then I went through a bad breakup. Okay. And as soon as that happened, some switch got flipped in my head and I, I just started restricting and over-exercising and it kind of took over my, my life. Yeah. It was like a self-destruct button that I just, boop. Mm -hmm. and, um, I was caught in that cycle for years. It's exhausting. Years. It's exhausting. And even when I came out of the worst part of it, I still hovered in what I call functional anorexia, where you're, you're real thin, but you're just big enough that nobody asks questions they just think you're really lean and healthy mm. so they look at you and you're like they're like you look great how do I get so lean and in your brain you're thinking you don't want this <laughs> yeah. you don't want this torture but it's also validating to hear right so it just kind of keeps you in this in this prison um and you're able to maintain control which feeds this this need inside of you but um is also destroying you yeah so um you know I I remember one day I I looked in the mirror and I was like you know you always wanted to compete in bodybuilding but you you can't do it like this you would get laughed off a stage mm. you look terrible 
And, and I remember looking in the mirror that day and thinking, well, if you want to put on muscle, you have to eat more. I need I, you to say that again for the people listening. I, I said to myself, if you want to put on muscle, you're going to have to eat more. Yes. And I said, am I ready to do this? And the, the voice in my head said, Susan, you already know how to be anorexic. If you get scared, you can always go back there. Mm. And, and I was like, okay, that's true. <laughs> so, so let me, let me see if I can do this and if it feels okay. Yeah. And so I started eating like 200 more calories. That's it. Just a little bit more and lifting like I was. And the power output from the extra calories, was mm. it immediately translated. And I felt so good. And I didn't, I didn't get fat. Nothing terrible happened. Yeah. I just got stronger. And I was like, well, that's awesome. Let me push this a little more. Right? Like, so I kept going up with calories and seeing what happened. And I knew I could always backtrack if I got freaked out. Yeah. But it didn't happen because I felt so good. So as, as I kept going with that, I was like, I think this is the way out. Mm. And um, I, I never looked at the scale because the scale sucks and it will make you insane. So, yes. um, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. So I just kept getting more muscle and getting more power and my size wasn't changing much. Mm-hmm. I think I added only like one size. Um, by now I've added two sizes, but I, I feel incredible. So it's, it's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I put on like 30 to 40 pounds. And, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's wild. So the, the last time I was 150 pounds, which is what I am now, I was a size 11, 12. And now I'm a size five. Wow. Wait. Same way. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, when when women are like, well, I don't know, I, I bulk up really quick. I'm thinking like, no, you you don't. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. That's not how any of this works. Yeah. So what would be your advice? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market for somebody that is in a health and wellness MLM and they're practicing very restrictive dieting and they want to get out of that cycle maybe they're somebody that is looking in the mirror like you did and says you know I look terrible I feel terrible how do I get out of this what would be like step one step two step three that you would suggest Oh boy. And I know uh, that's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Yeah. Um, I would look at, I would, I would take an, an evaluation of what you're doing with diet and, and uh, exercise. 
So like, what are you doing for, for fitness? And what are you doing with your diet? Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times people do too much in the gym, too much of the wrong stuff, and they're not recovering enough on top of it. Yeah. Recovery is so important and it gets more important as we get older. Right. So, um, I'm 45. I, I know you're a little bit younger than me. Yeah, I'm 42. But like, you know, as as you get older, it just becomes more important to get enough sleep. Yes. To take that day or two off a week to do nothing. Yes. Um, and today is that day for me. <laughs> I mean, it it makes such a difference. And yeah. you need it not only mentally, but your body needs it. Mm-hmm. When you when you do a lot of physical stuff in the gym, the the magic happens not when you're in the gym. It happens when you leave. Mm-hmm. It happens when you fuel your body. You know, and women are so afraid to like, they think if they take a day off, they have to restrict calories to make up for it. That no, that's not how that works. Yeah. That time when you're resting, you need those calories. Yeah, because your body's rebuilding the damage you did in the gym the day before. Yeah. 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 And one one of the first lessons I learned in um, my nutritionist certifications is that when, when you're doing athletic pursuits and you're eating a certain number of calories and you're restricted, your body will prioritize the activity with calories before it prioritizes those calories for your actual metabolic functions. Whoa. Which blew my fucking mind because, you know, when, when I was restricting heavily, my hair was falling out, my skin looked like crap. I slept terribly, mm-hmm. but I, would, I was pushing myself. I wasn't stopping, but, yeah. but everything on the inside was like tanked. Yeah. But I was still going. Yeah. And, and that's because my body was, was forcing me to do the things that my brain wanted it to do at the expense of all the internal things that need to get done. And you would think that it would be the opposite way. You're, you would think that your body would say, Hey, I need, you know, 1200 calories or whatever to just operate, you know, all of the systems and functions within my body. And it's interesting, like, I've never heard that. So it's interesting to hear that, no, your body's going to prioritize the calories needed for the work that you're doing. And then it's going to, you know, sacrifice the calories it needs to function. Like, that's, that's yeah. mind blowing. It, it was mind blowing to me. And um, it was one of the first things in, in the book. Wow. <laughs> in, and, uh, and there was a statistic I read that said, like, um, I forget, it's, it's maybe 55 or 60, a majority, a majority percentage of female athletes are under eating calories for performance. Oh my God. So imagine if they were taking in the right amount of calories for their body and how much better their output would be. Yeah. Whoa. And, it, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know what it feels like to feel good. Mm. I feel like people get so used to feeling crappy yeah, that they don't, they can't even fathom what it feels like to feel, uh, you know, like they're nourished and rested mm-hmm. and sharp. 
So, and I think that's, I think that right there is the basis of these MLM products, not sleeping, you know, like, let's just take prove it, for example, better skin. Okay. If your skin's looking a certain type of way, there's something internally going on some, you know, sometimes maybe not all the time, but it's a good indicator, better sleep, focus, uh, mood. You know, if you're not, if you're not feeling good, that, I think that your mood is going to be the first thing where you see that, you know, I'm, I'm grouchy yeah. all the time. Well, why are you grouchy? Because you don't feel good. You're not sleeping well, right. you know, and these are the basis of these, uh, these, the claims, if you will, that these MLM companies make are those pain points, which to me feels like your body is screaming for help. Yeah. And I think another thing about the MLMs, um, the, uh, the fitness MLMs and stuff is that they create a microcosm where things get normalized. Mm. So everyone is doing the same thing and they interact with each other. So they're only seeing and hearing what they are contributing in that yes and there there is no outside influence there there is no voice of reason coming in and when that stuff gets normalized it it's like it's like going to LA and seeing all the people with plastic surgery and it's just normal the norm yeah everyone has the lion face and the and the boobs and uh you know I, I live in Philadelphia, you know, going out there, it's mind blowing, <laughs> but for them, it's normal because it's everyone normal. looks like that. So, um, same kind of deal within the MLMs with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you are somebody that starts to question, or you have somebody that is brave enough to say, Hey, this, I don't think this is right. This doesn't feel right. You know, are you sure you should be you know, eating such, you know, a small amount of carbs every day or, or whatever. Um, are you sure you should, you know, be fasting and only be taking in 1200 calories a day? You know, just all of these examples, when somebody is, is brave enough to question that you're taught in an MLM that that person is a hater and you're taught to shun those relationships because they have an opinion that's different than that, that, uh, I can't remember what you called it, uh, but we'll say that that circle of people that all agree and are all doing the same thing. It's also uh, Stephen Hassan talks about this in his uh, bite model. It's information control, behavior control, time control. All of these things happen within that little MLM bubble. And when you have somebody that questions it, you're taught to shun that person. It's mm -hmm. like any other cult, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, oh, you're going to question what we're doing. You're going to, you're going to question this religious leader. How dare you? You don't get to have a relationship with me anymore because you are questioning what I believe in. It's wild. Yeah, that is dangerous stuff. Yeah, it really Especially is. When you're, when you're dealing with people's health, like that's the thing. This isn't about like uh, leggings, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not about like outfits or something. It's about, you could, you could kill somebody. Yeah. doing this kind of stuff yeah. and feeding this kind of misinformation. So I just, you know, that's one of the reasons I messaged you in the first place was like, I, I asked you straight out, like, please find this company and destroy them in your, <laughs> in your video, because I just, I get so angry and it's such a helpless feeling to see people you care about and that, that trust you with their health. Yes. Being fed these like, 
terrible lies. Just awful. Yeah, no, it's it's really irritating. And I mean, that's coming from somebody that used to participate in it. I hold myself fully re- responsible for the people that I hurt. And that's, I talk about this a lot, but that's the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing is because it's me trying to right my wrongs in, in the people that I've hurt in the past by suggesting, you know, 60 hour fasts and all this crazy stuff that I participated in. And, you know, through my own journey and finally saying, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to eat more and I'm going to lift heavy and I'm going to listen to my body and I'm going to be consistent in it. And I'm not going to be afraid of food and I'm going to start my healing journey and share that. I really feel like that's, that's the only way in this particular area that I can help people to the best of my ability. And again, I'm not, I'm not a professional. I don't have any certifications. I've been an athlete my entire life and I'm just figuring this out as I go. But I really wanted to have this conversation with you because I know that there are people that have followed me for quite some time and have watched me brag about eating one gram of carbs in a day and all of these crazy things and watching that MLM bubble applaud the fact that I was taking in such few carbs and, you know, working out to, to excess and not feeling my body the way that it should. And, and I just want to be an open book for other people and share my story, but also connect them with professionals like yourself when they're like, Hey, I need some help. I can't, I can't do this on my own. And I'm not really sure how to navigate that. So how can people uh, best connect with you that want some help with this specific thing? Um, so I work with um, a business partner whose name is um, Kevin Meyer, and he runs a um, YouTube channel called Pure Bullfit. And um, in it, he debunks a lot of fitness myths and bullshit. <laughs> and Love it. Um, he also has a Twitch stream. He's kind of the face of everything. He looks like Jason Momoa. So okay. um, you would like him a lot. He's actually a former Marine. Um, great guy. Okay. And, uh, but um, I'm his, I'm his business partner. And, uh, you know, between the two of us, we, we have clients, we have a um, Facebook page that is, uh, I would argue one of the best fitness Facebook pages out there where we're inclusive, we're evidence-based, um, and we welcome people to be vulnerable with their emotions regarding fitness because that's really important. And I find for men especially, it's hard for them to talk about their vulnerable spots with yeah. how they feel about their bodies and stuff. But we we welcome that there. It's a safe place for them to to, you know, come, come out with it. So, um, so I, I'll, I'll give you links and stuff, yeah. you know, after we get off, but, um, you know, I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm so proud of what you're doing and I'm so proud of you being so open with your journey. Um, it's important. I think a, not a lot of people understand the importance of building muscle when it comes to, um, healing your metabolism, maintaining weight loss, um, and just feeling good. Yeah. Um, if, you know, we're so focused on being smaller that, uh, the idea of building muscle, the idea of building, right. Connotes the idea of getting bigger, which for a lot of people is a very daunting idea. Yeah. And, 
it doesn't happen like that. When you, when you build muscle, if anything, you're going to get smaller and tighter. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's been my experience. I, and thank you for that compliment. That means a lot to me because I'm just trying to figure this out as I go in, in where I want to go from here. And I'm not really sure yet. I know you and I kind of talked about some things um, on messenger and I'm, I'm trying to navigate that, but that is definitely something that I have noticed is I'm eating more. I um, am stronger in the gym. So I'm pushing a lot more weight than I ever have uh, because I'm fueling my body. But one of the things that I've noticed is my, and, and my goal is I want to get bigger. I want to have big muscles, but I know that that's not a lot. A lot of women aren't that way. That's my goal. I want to, I want to build muscle you know, and, uh, I've, I've watched my, my side, I've watched my, I know you guys that are listening, can't see this, but I'm doing hand motions. <laughs> I used to be like this. So, <laughs> and now I'm starting to get like this because I'm building lats Yeah, my waist is tightening up and I'm starting to, uh, you can see de muscle definition. And, and for anybody that's listening, I think the, the, biggest motivator for anybody on any health and wellness journey is to see progress. And when I go to the gym and I have my set workouts that I do, um, and I see that, wow, I'm lifting more weights than I'm, I'm lifting heavier than I did last week. Or I look in, uh, I look in the mirror and I see that my back is tightening up and I can start to see like, wow, I, I I'm, I'm getting a little bit wider in my lat area. So it's giving me that hourglass figure or I'm just, I, those little things are so motivating. And what, what used to motivate me was the restrictiveness, the pushing yourself, even though your body's screaming, I'm so tired. You're like, I'm consistent. It's the, there's freedom in the discipline. Oh God, it's so bad. So anyways, I know I kind of went off on a tangent, but uh, yeah, no, building it's the funny. building muscle. You remember the, the other day I had mentioned um, about how our bodies communicate things to the outside world. Yes. So, you know, you're, let's look at your journey, right? Okay. So where you were in the MLM and how you kept your body and where you were mentally and emotionally was one way. Yeah. And your body is now turning into the expression of what is happening in your life as far as opening up and becoming who you were meant to be, mm -hmm. you know, becoming this open person, becoming this person who is, I don't want to say repenting, but you know, you, you're trying to make up for things that you feel bad about. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just think that it's such a beautiful metamorphosis, but it's indicative of where you're at. Your body is expressing this new person that you're becoming. Yeah, thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. As you see it change, you should feel you should re feel really fucking good because, yeah. <laughs> because it it says a lot, and that's the work that you wear. Muscle is the work that you wear, and nobody can take it away from you once it's yeah. built. It exists. Maintaining it is the easy part. Building it is the hard part. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's amazing. And I, I mean, I, I hope that that helps those of you that are listening. I, 
I highly suggest reaching out to Susan and her business partner. I just subscribed to the YouTube channel. So I'm going to watch some, some videos today and, and drop some comments and stuff. Um, I think this is a very important conversation that we have to have for women also. Yes. For men, you know, just, but my experience as a woman and people that have followed me are the majority of them are women. So I wanted to bring this conversation. Yes. Some awareness around Amari, um, and the dangers of MLMs, um, how they can damage your metabolism and just feed you with a bunch of garbage in more than one way and really hurt your health and wellness journey. And it's, it's very exciting to, to feel like, God, I'm doing this the right way. This is very exciting. And it's funny too, because, you know, when you get out of an MLM and when you get out, get away from the thought processes um, and speaking out and doing things in the way that I'm doing. And, you know, I always say the call is coming from inside the house, right? So, uh, after 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing, uh, I know how things work. And so for me to be exposing things the way that I'm doing while sharing my health and wellness journey, um, showing women that it's, it's okay to build muscle. It's okay to eat. It's okay to, Hey, this food used to be really scary to me, but it's, it's not going to damage my body the way that I was taught that it would carbs are not a bad thing. Although if you're diabetic, you should watch your carbs, obviously, um, consult with a medical professional always, um, or a professional in general, but it's just very interesting because one of the only things that the people that are still in an MLM can say is that I'm fat. Now, <laughs> my response to that is, bro, where? <laughs> because if I showed you my body, and I do, I do that often, I'm tighter. I might have more weight on me because I have more muscle on me. And so it's interesting watching people that want me to quiet down and I'm not going to, I'm just going to get louder. Oh, she's fat. She's bigger than she used to be. Yeah. That's the goal. <gasps> the goal is to be bigger. <laughs> I mean, that just exposes their fear of mm -hmm. speaking up and being bigger, not in, not in physical uh, aspect alone, but bigger voice, yes. bigger personality. Yes. You know, and I, you know, when you, when you keep yourself small physically, you're keeping yourself small in every way possible. You're saying I'm compliant. Yes. You're saying I fit in. You're saying I will do what I'm told and I am, I am worthy of, of being part of this. Please don't kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that goes for society or an MLM or whatever, when you're keeping yourself in that small restrictive space. But when you break out of that, there is no stopping you. Yeah. And that's why people are afraid. And they should be because, you know, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm just so proud of you. Do not stop what you're doing. I'm not going to, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to figure it out as I go in wherever this journey leads me. Am I still going to, am I still going to make anti MLM content? Yeah. Because there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done, especially with these health and wellness MLMs. And um, I'm going to continue to expose them, but I also know that there's more coming. So we'll see what that means in the future. But right now I'm focusing on me, focusing on putting out content that helps other people and hopefully prevents them to from, from joining these health and, and wellness MLMs and 
you know, looking for a Band-Aid fix. And if I can use my platforms to connect them with professionals like you, I'm absolutely going to. So, oh, this conversation. (laughs) Remember the other day when we were chatting and I was like, I literally feel like I could talk to you about this for days. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) here we are again. (laughs) Agreed. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so grateful. I'm going to put all of your information in the video or video description in the the podcast description so people can connect with you, connect with your business partner, um, the YouTube channel, all of that stuff. I want to put that in there because I know that there are people that are are just like me that are, are coming out of an MLM or currently in an MLM that are like, I don't feel good. I'm not sleeping well. Um, and I just, I want to help them. So I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate uh, you, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. I hope this was helpful. Feel free to reach out to myself or Susan, if uh, there's anything that we can do and uh, don't join an MLM. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. And uh, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye everybody. Bye.